We did it. <laughs> Motown Kennels had a pretty amazing weekend this past weekend at the Bear Grease 120 mid-distance race. We actually had two teams finish in the top five, which is pretty spectacular. Um, Frank's team came in fifth, and the other team run by Stephanie Love came in third place. And so we are all just so proud of them and all the hard work that they put into this. And we're proud of the dogs, and we're happy that there were no injuries. Um, all the dogs are doing fine. The mushers are doing fine. Everybody's back home recovering and resting and trying to get back to some semblance of, of normal life. Indy, of course, did fantastic. He was so good. He, any, If you watched any of the videos of Frank's team taking off at the start in Duluth, um, you can see that Indy has this big smile on his face and his tongue's hanging out and he's like ready to go. And then once, once Frank took off, he just, you know, he was like out, out there just keeping up with the team and, and just doing what Indy does best. And so was really thankful because um, we were a little worried before the race about all the attention that he had gotten. We were kind of worried that people were going to be a little bit disrespectful. We were just worried that people would try to pet him without permission and overwhelm him. But really, all the spectators were so wonderful. Um, a lot of people came up and asked to see him, but nobody really tried to crowd him without permission. And then when we asked for some space, people moved back and gave us the space we needed. And so thank you to everyone who came out and saw Indy. Thank you for being respectful and, um, and just giving us the space we needed and not overwhelming him. Um, and then I also wanted to call out one other dog by name, Bluebell. It was her first race. Frank needed um, one other dog to step up due to some injuries right before the race. And so he took a few dogs out um, on a quick run. And Bluebell was the one who stood out as being the most ready to go. And so despite it being her first race, she did a phenomenal job. And she's she's like a little thing. I mean, she's tiny. But she was able to hold her own against some of the bigger dogs. And so we are so proud of her. Good job, Bluebell. I am sure this will not be your first race. And you will do awesome in the future. As far as the handling perspective, it was a full 24 hours. So even though it was only uh, 20 miles longer than the mail run, there were more checkpoints. And then we had to be at the start of the race much earlier. So we got to the start at 7 in the morning on Sunday, just outside Duluth. And then the teams ended up finishing, I think, around 5 or 5.30 in the morning on um, Monday morning. And so it was almost a full 24 hours of just you know being dedicated to the race. But on the bright side, it was a kind of a, the type of thing where there was like these bursts of frenetic activity and craziness happening with the dogs coming in and getting them all taken care of. And then then they would kind of calm down and rest. And it would just be like an hour or two of standing around and waiting for the next crazy burst of activity when it was time for them to take off again. So we were able to get some rest in there, which was good. I took a lot of cat naps whenever we had more than like 30 minutes of, of time to to spend waiting, but it was still exhausting. And I feel like it's going to take all of us a couple of days to, to get back to our normal schedules a little bit. Of course, I want to thank all the race organizers and the volunteers and all the places that hosted us, like Billy's Bar in Duluth, where the race started, and the Finland Town Center and the Trussell Inn, where the race finished. But there's one person I wanted to call out specifically, and I hope this doesn't embarrass her because I don't even know if she like really knows who I am. But Alice White, um, if you're listening, <laughs> you are a rock star. So for those who don't know, Alice, um, you know, it was 3.30 in the morning at the Finland Town Center and we were getting Frank's team out the chute and there were a couple of volunteers who helped us get out the gate, including Alice. And, you know, we thanked her and went on our way. And then I didn't realize until the awards banquet, like five, six hours later, that 
Alice actually had run her own race earlier that day. Um, she's a musher and she had done the Bear Grease 40. And so she did her race and she finished it. And then, at, you know, at 3.34 in the morning, she was at the Finland Town Center as a volunteer helping other teams get out of the chute for the final leg of the mid-distance and then for the marathon teams as well. And so, you know, I just, again, it's that spirit of mushing and the camaraderie and helping each other. So Alice, if you're listening, thank you for being there for us when we were like, mostly delirious and had no idea what was going on. Thank you for taking the time after your own race to come back and help others finish their race. So, and if, if Alice is not listening, I hope someone who knows her is listening to this and can pass along the thanks from, from team Motown, because we truly appreciate what you did for us. So thank you. One thing that I just had to comment on before I came up here to Hovland, I kind of just assumed and took it for granted that mushing like a lot of sports would be sort of a male dominated world and it wasn't until I I got up here that I realized that um, there are so many strong and talented women in this sport the fastest four teams at this race at the mid distance were women Frank was the fastest man and he came in fifth um, and then I was looking at the race results today on the website for the mid distance and I realized that out of the 10 fastest teams seven of them were female mushers and I just think that's so incredible and so wonderful that, you know, there's no men's league or women's league. It's just everyone competing on their talent and their how well they take care of their dogs. And and even at the awards banquet, first of all, there were so many kids there that, you know, I, I just thought that was interesting that it was such a, a family-oriented sport. And then also there was just this camaraderie between all the mushers. Everybody was rooting for everyone else. And, and I just am just so <laughs> proud to be a part of this sport where – where it doesn't really matter what your gender is, as long as you are willing to put in the work and the time and take care of your dogs, you can succeed. And speaking of female mushers, on a somewhat related note, the only man on Team Motown at this race was Frank himself. <laughs> Everybody else on the team was women. So of course, there was Stephanie Love, who came in third place racing. And then Sherry, Frank's wife, kept us all in line. I mean, we were a lot of us were half delirious by the time the race was like, underway and she kept us going and she kept everybody in line, kept everything going smoothly, kept the dogs um, safe and and healthy. And then all of Steph's handlers and Frank's handlers were women. So again, I'm just so proud to be a part of this sport um, where I can learn from from strong women and and feel myself getting stronger. And you know, I did not expect this at all when I got up here, but it's so inspiring to be a part of this. When we got to the Trestle Inn, which is where the race ended, there was a sort of improvised parking lot near the inn where the dog trucks and trailers could park and hang out. And so we got there and it was like super early in the morning and it was dark. But after the teams came in and, you know, it started to get a little bit more light outside, we all kind of looked up and realized that the parking lot was surrounded by these trees with no leaves. They were bare branches. And and they were all white. And, um, and I realized it wasn't until someone explained to me what hoarfrost was, but that was my first time seeing hoarfrost. And I think, I think we were all too delirious to talk to each other about it at that point. But later we realized that each one of us on the team sort of took a moment to look at the trees and appreciate the beauty of the hoarfrost and how, how stark it was and yet how beautiful and how it just kind of reminded us after the craziness of the race to just take a moment to appreciate the beauty of winter on the North Shore. And I know that Sherry also took a moment to appreciate it because for those of you who were in her yoga class on Tuesday night, including myself, that was the theme of the class. And so I've never really seen hoarfrost here in Grand Marais or Hovland, but 
it really was stunning and I, I am so glad that I was there to experience that little moment of, of peace and quiet and to enjoy our beautiful winter up here in this special part of the world. This has been Sled Dogs, Cold Toes, and a Gal from Texas, an original WTIP podcast production. Stay tuned for the next segment airing every Friday morning on North Shore Community Radio and online at WTIP.org. Mm-hmm.